0: Today's episode of Sports Headlines is presented by Podgo. What's Podgo? Well, Warner, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space. So you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo.
1: So you're telling me that if I include an ad from Podgo, they're gonna tell me up front how much I'll make?
0: Of course. If you apply today, actually, to become a member, you'll be immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience.
1: Really? So it'll be specified for my show and my type of podcast?
0: Yeah. So all you have to do is go to podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot co, C-O. And when you apply, make sure you add our podcast, sports headlines, and the how did you hear about podgo section of the application.
1: All right. I'll do that as soon as I can.
0: Yep, again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. Let's get back to today's episode.
1: There we go. Welcome back to Sports Headlines. Um, Thank you all for sticking around with us. Um, So we've got our week 17 power rankings um, as well. Oh, there's a sneak peek. Um, As well as a few um, channel updates for uh, YouTube and podcasting and a uh, sportscaster as well. So let's let's get straight into it.
0: Yeah, and I'm excited. Uh, you know, a lot of disagreement this week, and, uh, you know, let's get into it with 32 through uh, 23. I mean, I mean, this is Warner. Is this Warner? So this is mine. This, this is my power rankings. Um, so come in at number 32. I'm going to go through team by team for podcasting platforms so you guys can hear um, what – like which teams are because you know sometimes we'll do that and, uh accidentally. You guys can't hear or like understand what's going on. So at number thirty two, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um there's the, the season was over a long time ago. Now the good news is the Jets That's the first overall pick. The Jets just jets it up and now you got Trevor Lawrence. So congrats. You got Trevor Lawrence. That makes Jacksonville, a lot more uh, desirable destination for potential head coaches.
1: And they they seem to have their offensive coordinator in Maroney. Or not. Jay Verruda. Yeah, sorry. yeah, maroney got to go. Yeah, he's got to go.
0: go. Let's go to a tier gap here. Actually, uh, I messed up. There's supposed to be another tier gap. But this next, 31 through probably 17 now at this point are all teams. They're competitive on a week-to-week basis. And starting with number 31, the New York Football Jets. They've just shown in the past few weeks they are semi-competitive. Yeah, they beat the Browns, but the Browns had no wide receivers whatsoever. Obviously, no Odell for them, no Higgins, no uh, Landry, no Donovan Peoples-Jones. And, I mean, the offensive line, like Jedrick Wills was out to COVID, missed some linebackers. So, while, you know, not going to discredit the Jets, but I mean, I'm not going to knock the Browns are which you guys watching uh, sportscast you guys can see i don't really penalize the browns too too much for that loss they're still in the game number three the detroit lions um this just shows you this is matthew stafford's team and when he's not there mm-hmm. it is troubling in detroit um they mm-hmm. need i, you, I think you know offensive coach route, obviously is this a desirable destination with the potential uh head coach maybe i mean. I mean, you have to get one of the smaller guys like Dable's not going to Detroit likely. Bianami's not going to Detroit. I mean, so Joe Brady's not going to Detroit. So, you know, you have to you have to get your guy in this uh coaching carousel. Don't go defense. Get you an offensive guy yep. this time. Number twenty nine, the Bengals. I believe they beat uh the Texans this week. Yep. So, a competitive one from them. The Bengals have just looked really competitive the last few weeks, saving Zach Taylor's job. Mm-hmm. I've been very critical of Zach Taylor all year long. And it's like, it's just been a lack of identity offense. So, he's supposed to be a guy coming from a Sean McVay coaching tree, using air quotes. But, I mean, like, you look at guys like Matt LaFleur comes from Kyle Shanahan, if you will. Matt, uh, not Matt, uh, Arthur Smith coming from Matt LaFleur, if you will. Um, and these guys that come from Sh- Sean McVay. Kyle Shanahan, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Gary Kubiak, like Kevin Stefanski from Gary Kubiak, working with Gary Kubiak in Minnesota. They stick with the scheme. They don't erratically change the scheme and don't have an identity on offense. That's what the Bengals had this year. In the past couple of weeks, they've been competitive. They won two really nice football games against the Steelers at home. Um, and, yeah, I, I had to work that game. And I promise you, like, the first wave of fans – they did a lot of like, 16,000 fans in that game, and I promise you, it was like I counted maybe 50 Bengals fans, and it was thousands of Steelers fans um, at the first wave. It was a little more balanced out the second wave of fans that hit. Um, number 28, the Denver Broncos, they dropped down the spot. They're in an interesting spot here. Um, offensively, I think an interesting tweet came on. You know, it's kind of right. You don't really know what you got. Oh, no, let me reverse that. You can't really evaluate a rookie, uh, a quarterback until they've gotten a 16 games in. And Drew Locke just hit the 16 games, not this past week, but the week prior. And so now you're in that time where you're like, it's, start, it's time to start go. making decisions. Gotta like, you got to show us something now. You got your 16 games. You got to show us something here. Um, So they're in an interesting spot. I don't think – don't get quarterback in this draft. If he doesn't perform next year, then yeah, you, you're thinking quarterback 2022. I think you're bringing. Um,
1: I think you got to bring in a quarterback, whether you draft one or not, remains to be seen. But I think you've got to bring in a quarterback um, because Drew Locke has all the physical talent, but but up here, the mental side of the game is um, is not not up to fruition, and and they're gonna need that. Um, they could bring in a, a game manager. They could bring in freaking Andy Dalton, for all I care and he would be able to do, do pretty well with that offense that they've got.
0: Uh, number 27, the New York football giants. They move up two spots. They're still in the divisional race. They need Washington to lose to Philly, which is still very possible. Um, and they need to beat Dallas, and they win the division. Uh, they just fallen off recently um, at the, that big winning streak. Daniel Jones has regressed back to the means because he's coming off an injury. Um, You've got to win this one against Dallas, or your season is done for. But even then, I, I call this somewhat of a success of a season in the terms like you got your head coach, mm-hmm. you had the culture, now I am trying to figure everything else out. The defense was really performing, especially on that winning streak. Yep. Coming up a place, you don't really have a pass rush. But, um, yeah, I, if, and you're going to stay climb back next year. You're going to get a little more healthier. If I'm the Giants, I'm a Giants fan. Shout out to uh, Jack Cortaro, host of the Talking Big Blue podcast. If I'm a Giants fan – I feel good going into next season. I know you got your coach and you have your franchise running back coming back next year. Coming in number 26, the Houston Texans, hashtag help Deshaun Watson. This is ugly. Um, no wide no receiver help. Granted, Wolf Buller did get suspended. But even then, when he's back next year, is that enough? And I think you got to maybe draft the receiver or, well, all the way I forgot the uh the dolphins on the first round pick. So
1: yeah, because Larry Matunskel is that guy.
0: Yeah, so sucks with Deshaun Watson. It's not even like Tunsil's kind of falling off the past couple of weeks. He's off the year really, really nice. But um, regrets back to the means. The defense is garbage. It seems like every other week we see J.J. Watt depressed and,
1: mm-hmm. and slandering Dang, his Indian.
0: teammates. Yeah. Uh, number 25, the New England Patriots. They're just not good. They are just not a good football team. They got annihilated by the Buffalo Bills, and this shows you that uh, defense is really It's – I'd say – 50% motivation, 40% scheme, and 10% talent. Maybe maybe, maybe I'm over-exaggerating a little bit on the numbers. But this shows you when you have nothing to play for, it seems like, and we saw with the Bears a few weeks ago, yeah. it's like no no craps given in the world. Take out the craps and substitute with the other word. But no craps given at all when, when you have nothing to play for. And there's no quarterback on offense. There's no weapons on offense. The offensive line is actually pretty nice. Um, but there's just nothing else on the offense side of the ball. And the defense, they don't care at this point. Um, coming in number 24, the Falcons. Uh, Who's the Falcons play this week? The Chiefs and the Falcons falconed it up. A.J. Troubley dropped an interception, which sort have of sealed the game. But then ku missed the game tying field goal. This is just so Falcon-y of the Falcons. Man, oh, man. Um, you got to get uh, a head coach. I think if you try, you try to retain crap. Who's their interim head coach? Morris. Yeah, Raheem Morris. Bring him on. Try to keep him as the defensive coordinator, uh, and then go get your offensive guy. Especially if you get Zach Wilson in the first round. Do that. Number twenty-three. The Panthers.
1: As I mocked in our first mock draft, the second one is coming up soon, early January.
0: No, uh, actually, New Year's Day. So little shout, uh, shout there number 20 is the Carolina Panthers. They're in a similar situation as the, as the Giants, uh, more explosiveness on offense. I'd say, um, with the weapons that they have in the offensive line play, if we're being completely honest. Um, but yeah, they're in a similar situation. You like the coach, you like the coach you have there. Um, it's going to suck. You're likely going to you're likely going to lose Joe Brady in the offseason unless he really, really wants to be in Carolina. Um, well, I, I like the spot they're in next year. Uh, if you're, their positioning is right, you know, you go get you a quarterback. Weathers, you just need some upside at quarterback, even if they don't even play next year. Mm. And let Teddy go one more year. You just need some future upside at quarterback with Christian McCaffrey, DJ Anson and the crew. Defense is young, so they, they should only get better. Number 22, the Eagles. They dropped down two spots. Their season is officially over. But Jalen Hurts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think – my this this was Coupades. his
1: wake-up call as rookie. You know, he was he was kind of smooth, and he was coasting down, playing very well against some top-notch defenses. Um, but this this was his wake-up call today against the Cowboys, and, and especially when it's a defense the caliber of the Cowboys, meaning not very good. You're like, okay, listen, I I, do, I beat the Saints already. I played clean. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm feeling myself. You go into Dallas. Dallas has a bad defense. They really can't do anything offensively. And then all of a sudden – you turn the ball over, they start doing stuff offensively and, and you lose. So um
0: CD Lamb pick up of the century for me. I said, you know only Let me pick him up from Facey Warner and paid off. Um yeah, and another thing we saw from Jalen Hurts, uh, the underrated arm strength. He just launched a bomb to Deshaun Jackson early on in the game for a touchdown. And nice see Deshaun Jackson hopefully back and healthy. And now the Eagles are in an interesting spot. So they're saying Doug Pearson is gonna come back. I said, what, what what we said about Carson Wentz and Warner Walks offset, what I said, oh, now my right there. What I said about Carson Wentz and the Jalen Hurts situation, you can't really trade Wentz. So do you see a team like Carolina, like Pittsburgh potentially, like New Orleans, um, Indy maybe, some of these teams that the quarterback situation is a little iffy, get some upside of quarterback with Jalen Hurts or potentially even – Trade for Carson Wentz, but that contract is is with the contract added with the production, it's just not there. Um, so yeah, four years. He's getting that uh deals worth $144 dollars through 2023. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trading for that contract. Number 21, the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's coming back. He's still a fraud, but <laughs> uh
1: how 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 they look better with Andy Dalton now than they did earlier in the season. It's just
0: um, again, you know, nice. we have, we have something to play for. Yeah. you Like you feel a little bit extra motivated, Football is about motivation. It's a motivational motive. It's, it's a motivation driven sport. If that makes sense, you catch my drift. Um,
1: by the way, details on Carson Wentz's contract. He's on a contract through his age 31, uh, season, he's currently
0: 27. Uh,
1: he, they, there's a potential out in 2022, but, um, right now the guaranteed money is, um, it's not the highest. It's not the highest. So if they were to release him, I think it would be an option, but they would have to incur a penalty and some dead cap. 66.47
0: um, guaranteed at signing.
1: So, you know, they'll have to eat it. They'll still be paying him, but that opens up a roster spot, and um, you don't have to pay the salary, which is big there.
0: Yeah. Uh, number 20, the 49ers, they move up five spots. a big win against the Cardinals man um we talked about what eric lyons hosted the Electrify podcast go check that out this year's a blessing in disguise for kyle shanahan and john lynch and this 49ers team a bunch of players get injured richard sherman who's might not even come back next year nick bosa uh raheem Mostert missed some time the wide receiver group missed some a significant time Kill. george kittle missed time garoppolo. Even, Jim, yeah,
1: even jimmy garoppolo is not a spectacular garoppolo quarterback but nick mullins is
0: is a is, lot less than that yeah um so, you know, you have a lot of players missing time, but then you, you got an early first round draft pick. And they're going to run it back healthy next year with Kyle Shanahan, who's just continuing to prove why Atlanta should have fired Dan Quinn and kept Kyle Shanahan and promoted him to head coach. Um, San Fran, when we do our preseason power rankings, like we, the in depth, I think we might go team by team this year. Depends on how the schedule looks. Like our personal schedule, look. Might go team my team. Who knows? Um, But man, oh man, expect to see San Fran inside the top ten for sure going into the preseason. Number nineteen, the Vikings, nothing to play for. They and we had again, we have nothing to play for. You don't give two craps in the world. They let Alba Camara just walk through like it was. um, Hey, hey, like like they were social distancing. Hey, sir, how you doing? Matt mask, keep your mask up. Go ahead. You scored touchdown. Six touchdowns on the day. Sean Payton should. Uh, the one Taysom Hill got. No way Taysom Hill should have been out there. You go let Alvin Kamara go get number seven. My goodness, one of all time days for running backs in history for Alvin Kamara. The all uh, the Vikings looking in the next year. Um, they're in a tough spot. I feel. Um, like how much can you approve the offense besides they've, they've the offensive an, line?
1: They've got an aging core with a few young stars, but the uh, the core is getting so old that, um,
0: Harrison you know, Smith, Harrison Hunter,
1: and, and, and even if you look on the offense, you've got Dalvin Cook, and he's he's not old per se, but he is a running back and he has a high usage rate. Kirk Cousins is getting up there in age, Adam Thielen getting up there in age, Kyle Rudolph up there in age, these two plays, <laughs> and the uh, the offensive line too. Um, well, it's not a particularly ancient offensive line like, say, the Eagles is.
0: But um, well, you got you to gotta rebuild the offensive line for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, and the
0: secondary is really, really young. Again, I'm going to take a victory lap on the Vikings. I said I, – I, I, I just thought this was like the team that we're going to say, you know, they say every year I think at least between one to three teams that made the playoffs last year missed it the following year. The Vikings are mine. yep, they're not making the playoffs. The secondary, obviously injuries like Daniel Hunter missing significant, oh my God, missing significant amount of time. That didn't help them at all. But I called it young secondary, Kirk Cousins is still Kirk Cousins. You lose Kevin Stefanski. I just didn't really see this team making a playoffs this year. Um, come in number 18. Watch the football team, and they're gonna stay playing number 18. They they clinched the division with the win against the Eagles this week. Um, they have no offense, no offense. So, while you know, it's kind of funny, you know, you think, hey, can they win a playoff game? Can't win a playoff game with no offense, no offense. Um, number 17, the Chargers, they move up two spots. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I was gonna say something about the Chargers, I'm gonna save it for our Chargers rebuild because. Like, they just charge her. Like, when we need to win, we lose. When we need to lose, we win. Like, that is the most frustrating thing in the world to me is when we need to win, we lose. When we need to lose, we win. Justin Herbert is that guy. Um, you seem like you got your franchise quarterback um, for future years. Um, Come in, number six. 16. So, this is a tier gap. These next four teams, as you know, the Raiders are part of this tier gap. Um, let's see here. The Raiders, man, Raiders are a tough team. Um, how, how do you improve going into next year? John Gruden, you know, he, he has to take some slack. Him and Mayock for the, for the draft stuff. Now, that is all Poor on drafting. them for draft. Clayton Barrel, who's, who's a solid number two pass rusher, the number one, number four pick uh, Damon, Damon Arnett. Arnett, uh, who else do they draft? Oh my God. Um, the list goes on and
1: on. I mean, goes, it's too yeah, many he, yeah, Henry Ruggs is good, but was he the best receiver in that class? I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Um, now we're going to go into a tier gap here. These are three teams. This is actually Warner's power rankings. Good job, Warner. Number 15, the Arizona Cardinals. They dropped down two spots. They are my freezing cold team of the week. Man, I mean Kyler's hurt, um, which is gonna be funny. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals and the Rams they going to face off with two hundred quarterbacks. Actually, Jerry Goff's not gonna play Sunday, so that's that's them. A... Good news for the Bears in number fourteen. But I said it, and I'm not gonna say Cliff Kingsbury's seat is hot per se. I think it's hot. It's not. It, it's it's warming up. It's not hot. It's warming up. They got to find some consistency on offense. Um, I talked about it a lot this year. That that's something they gotta look forward to going into the offseason. It's not hot yet. It's it's definitely like lukewarm or warm, um, for certain. Um, the defense, he yeah, has some work to do. Can get a little bit more of a pass rush. Um, secondary with Pat Pete. Keep in mind though, when Chandler
1: Jones gets, gets back, yeah, true, true. The pass rush will get significantly better.
0: Yep. Uh, number fourteen, the Chicago Bears. This should be a walk in a park this week. Well, hopefully for them, you're facing Green Bay's backups. And well, most- we have
1: we haven't clinched the ones yet.
0: True, there is some there's a weird scenario where like New Orleans can get it. New Orleans will need I think Seattle to beat the Niners, you guys to lose, and them to win against the uh crap. And they need to win again, Who they play? Carolina. Carolina. They yeah. Play, yeah, they play Carolina. So it's definitely not out of the picture yet. Mitchell Trubisky has flipped the switch and he is like, he's playing like, hey guys, you know, look at me, you know, bring me back, please. I don't want to get paid. Um, but And Matt Nagy has really, like, figured things out these last five or so weeks. Can't believe you're saying that. And...
1: Can't believe it.
0: Yeah, I was very critical of Matt Nagy. The defense, again, Motivation matters. We saw a few weeks ago when they faced Green Bay, it was like season's over. Minnesota's playing lights out football right now. Um, Arizona, they're not going to slip. The Rams are playing lights out football. All of a sudden, a couple of slips on the Rams and the Cardinals, the Vikings who beat them in a big-time game. Now the defense is playing somewhat near the level we saw at the beginning of the year Whenever trying trying. Yep. Um, the Dolphins, number 13, Brian Flores, maybe the most interesting and most likable coach in the NFL. Give him his daggone Coach of the Year award. Um, it's, now, personally, just for me, I think it's kind of hard to give a guy Coach of the Year if they miss the playoffs. So that's why I said, and go check our interview with uh, Eric Lyons again. I said, as long as they make the playoffs, I think you've got to give it to them, either him or McDermott, which is who Eric picked. Um, but, yeah, I, I, man, they're just so likable. He is so likable. They play hard for them. They love them and stuff like that. These next four or five or so teams are teams that should make the playoffs because a couple of these, like, the well, actually, technically, 11, 10, 9, and 8 have all not clinched yet um
1: yeah, no wild cards have clinched in fact the four through seven seed in the afc are, is all open and then in the nfc you've got the four seed and then the six and seven seed who haven't clinched
0: yeah well we're gonna start with the pittsburgh Steelers at number 12 here's why pittsburgh's at 12 dropping out two spots warner criticized me for that and warner's looking at me all crazy i'm just not gonna look at him i'm gonna look at the camera okay hello beautiful people look pittsburgh drops down two spots Losing, not losing, beating the Colts. Okay, by the way, see the Colts moving up. Pittsburgh drops down two spots for a couple of reasons. One, the offense, it's its not capable of winning a playoff game. It did score 21
1: points in the second half against the Colts defense. That's very, very good. Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. Is this your turn or my turn? Go on. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Love you. You're welcome. Um, you look at Pittsburgh, and I'm looking at these teams – and you look at the ASC um, wild card picture right now. They're the they're the three seed, Baltimore in the first round. You're picking Baltimore over them. I'm not. I mean, I'm, I mean, crap. You're picking Pittsburgh over Baltimore. I'm not. Third, you know how tough it is to beat a team three times in one year. Pittsburgh's trending in the wrong direction, in my opinion. Even though you got a, a win, and I think we're I think we're glossing over. They have played really, really bad since they lost against the football team. And even prior to that, mm-hmm. the offense hasn't been able to put anything together. While the defense is still really, really good, the loss of Bud Dupree is showing mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the ball. Um, a lot more attention to TJ Watt, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and if and they, they were came, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. And if you have to face the Titans, I mean, one of those days, A.J. Brown, the weapons they have, shout out to Arthur Smith. Um, You face the Browns, though if they have wide receivers, the way Cleveland and Baker Mayfield's playing. So I'm, I'm necessarily dropping the Steelers, not because of how they played this past week, but because of looking at the playoff picture, looking at the teams I have above them. If they match up against the Colts again, I'm picking Indianapolis. I'll get to Indianapolis in a little bit here. Number 11, the Titans. The Titans got absolutely steamrolled by the Packers. They, yeah, Warner fake punching me was the Packers punching the Titans in the mouth it was 1914 i'm in the car driving home um it's 1914 and like it seemed like two minutes later you look up like what the heck just happened it's like 40 to what's the final score 40 to 19 or 14 sorry 40 to 14 you're like what the crap just happened um but tennessee is still number 11 they have an explosive offense but if you can limit them and limit the explosive plays, get them off their um, off their game script, if you will, and that's also another reason why they're above Pittsburgh. Just the ex- the expl- the potential explosiveness on the offensive side of the ball.
1: You know the- how potentially explosive Pittsburgh's offense should be,
0: but they haven't shown it at all.
1: They've shown it a few times. It was much much earlier in the season, but
0: no, they have not shown any sorts of explosiveness on the offensive. Besides Chase Claypool's, like, three-week stretch. Deontay Johnson. Before he became Deontay Dropson. (laughs) Um, But seriously, at least the Titans have some sort of upside. Week in and week out, we have to be like, hey, you know, can't let A.J. Brown go off crazy. We got to contain Derrick Henry at the line of scrimmage. If he gets it to the second level, it's over. They have some upside on offense. And Ryan Tannehill, compared to Big Ben the past month or so of the season – 10 uh, I'd say the past two years. <laughs> I, okay, that's fair. Um, so, so yeah, that's why I have Tennessee above Pittsburgh, even though they got steamrolled by Green Bay. Number 10, the Browns. Uh, I'll let you talk about that on your side. I know you're going to criticize the crap on me for that. Um, Cleveland, I just I really talked about them earlier. Um, with the Jets game, not going to go too much into this game, but again, not going to penalize them. They had every important wide receiver out of this game, missed some linebackers, Baker doing his best, honestly, he had a couple costly fumbles here and there, but again, since the Bengals game, when Odell ironically got injured, he's looked like a top 10 quarterback since then, since he, throwing
1: that pick on the plate, since
0: it. throwing that pick that Odell got injured, from that moment to now, he's been a top 10 quarterback in the league, criticize him if you want to, Uh, number nine though, okay, they we're not a Los Angeles Rams. They dropped down four spots. I'm not giving up hope on the Rams,
1: well, that offense but was man,
0: the offense. Um, d- no,
1: it's not even like you were playing the Bears defense or the Saints defense. You're playing
0: Seattle. Face the race Seattle. Seattle's actually a really underrated run defense. They've
1: done a lot better, but still, they're, still. they're not they're like some top five defense against the pass and a run and points allowed.
0: Yeah. Um, Jared Goff is injured. He broke his thumb. He's for sure out for Sunday's game against the Cardinals. And, I mean, if they're healthy going into the playoffs, I still think they're a matchup nightmare for a lot of teams, if healthy, in the playoffs. But they like that
1: explosiveness on offense.
0: Yeah, they like the explosiveness at all. And when I say matchup nightmare, I'm talking about the defense. The defense against – combined with the
1: running game. Combined with, with the running game. Offense is off so It's like if
0: they have to face the Bucs or Seattle again or New Orleans, maybe even Green Bay. Right now they're the 60. They'll face Seattle a third time. And you know, if they're healthy, um, Sean McVay, I trust him as a play caller and a coach. Um, you know, can it can they start to figure it back out? You see, I dropped them four spots, I was holding on to them. I was like, you know, you know, trust Sean McVay, trust his offense. Maybe a little too much, but um, they're being my number nine team. And the last team in this tier of like for sure playoff teams, the Ravens, they move up two spots. They've looked a lot better the last month or so of the season. Um, seems like they just said, screw making Lamar Jackson the passer. We're going to go win football games. am now, one thing, I think I got a chance to say this in our episode with Eric. I disagree with his point on how, like, screw, on how, like, just completely screw are. Like, why did they try to do that and make Lamar a passer? Cause this gimmicky quote unquote in quotation marks offense is not sustainable. We saw that I for think the it's first a gimmick offense. They, they've
1: changed it. They've they've run a lot of inverted stuff, inverted reads, get Lamar going up the middle, so the contain doesn't necessarily affect them as much. Yeah, but so... um, you still got to be able to hit play action off of that, and and Lamar, especially come playoff time, uh, it's just these teams are going to be focusing hundred percent on that on their effort on uh, stopping Lamar the readouts and JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards um, and and he, he's gonna have passes open passing lanes open but will he be able to hit them and recognize that they're open in the first place
0: yeah um see so yeah, I, I I don't necessarily agree with that take he made um I don't think we had time to for me to a lot of voice that but the defense has played a little bit better recently Um, they, they in the offseason. they got to get a true number one receiver so that there's at least a threat so that when Lamar does pass it, and if you do try to make him more of a, re- a pocket passer but still have the running stuff there, now it's more of a threat. Like, okay, well, they have, let's say, Devonta Smith is available or Chris Olave is on the board. Still, sorry. Warner. No, don't say that. Um, <laughs> Don't say that.
1: Uh, although, although, if they take Chris Olave and we get Devonta Smith, I'm not going to complain. Yeah,
0: you're not – yeah, you better <laughs> not complain. Like, oh, uh, ooh, okay. Yeah, but by all means, go ahead and uh take – take – uh cra- crap, Chris Alave. Um, But, yeah, that's why taking the Bucs – I mean, the Ravens. Number seven, the Bucs, they move up a spot. I'm still looking at this team. I'm like, do they win a playoff game right now? I mean, right now they're lucky. They will face the – Washington football team. So, I mean, unless or
1: Dallas or, or Dallas,
0: the winner of the NFC at Least. So, I mean, I'm just looking at it. So, unless they lose to Atlanta and uh, the Rams win against the Falcons, then they are going to be the fifth seed. They're going to face the, NS, the NFC East winner and yeah, NFC East Division winner. So then, yeah, they want to playoff game. But they have to face – who's the 3C right now? Is it Seattle? They face Seattle. I'm not, I'm not picking the, uh, the Bucks against Seattle. And they have to face uh, – who's the 2C? New Orleans. I'm not picking New Orleans. I'm not picking the Bucks against New Orleans. You know the way they've looked recently since Breeze has been back. Um, so, yeah. Um, the Bucks. they're just – I still think they peaked too early. Talk about that on the Eric interview. So, yeah, number six, the Colts, they moved up four spots. They moved up four spots, and they're my number six team because of this. The offense for about the first eight or so weeks, maybe a little bit more, was just – it was okay. It was solid. That's why I said they were the most solid team in the league. I never saw myself putting them anywhere uh, maybe higher than, like, nine or eight, which is why they were, like, ten last week or whatever. But Jonathan Taylor has just, like, flipped a switch. These hey, he's, p- he's producing how I thought he would produce. <laughs> coming out. He has just, like, flipped an absolute switch these past four or five games. Phillip Rivers is, is slugging the thing. They still should have beat Pittsburgh. Um, there was a couple drop passes in on that, like, game-winning drive, potential game-winning drive deep in Pittsburgh territory. So they were they still probably should have arguably won that football game there. Um, I, I'm really confident in this team. The defense is solid. Still, the offensive upside is really just push this team up on the beer end. Like they have to face if shot. So let's just say this, okay? If something weird happens and Kansas City gets eliminated in the second round, just pretend with me, okay? That's Who not would they get
1: eliminated out. by though?
0: I don't know. Just, just, don't don't think, don't think about the logistics.
1: Holmes Hill, and Kelsey get injured.
0: <laughs> like we said, but Alabama. Oh, my God. Test
1: positive for COVID-19. Oh, my God. We're not game wishing game. Out on them.
0: We're not wishing out on them, but uh, that's what it would take. Um, but, like, let's just say somehow they lose in the second round or something. If Indy has to face Buffalo in an NFC championship game, I'm not saying I will pick Indy, but I could very realistically see Indianapolis pulling off one against Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl. So, they're right there. Um, these last five teams, I'm just going to run through them. Uh, this is my Super Bowl teams. Seattle, the way the defense is played, I think you're still – I don't like that they went back to this more balanced offense. You got to let Russ cook. And if he – and there's a little kitchen fire every once in a while. Is so be it. Because we've seen this every year. It feels like since the Legion of Boom kind of separated. They'll let Russ cook the start. He'll have a bad game or two and then – or three this year. And then – they'll start being a lot more balanced and handing the ball off 20 plus times every game. And that lowers the offensive upside for this team. But yeah, it, yeah. The defense is playing bad. but this is an offensive driven league. You're not going to win scoring 20 points against green Bay. You're not going to win scoring 20 points against Kansas city. The bills are any of the top four the teams, the saints, even with breeze, not being able to throw farther than 15 yards. It's just like I change the number every week. Um, you're not gonna be able to beat those teams. This is why they're my number five team. The Saints are number four, the Bills are number three. They're my hot team to watch. They are the only team in the AFC I can realistically see beating Kansas City. And that's all because of Josh Allen. Um, number two the Packers, number one, the Chiefs. That is my power rankings for me. Let's get to Warner so we can wrap up the episode.
1: Yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go faster than Sean did. Um Jaguars hey, are in, Jaguars are in their own tier at number 32, 31 is the Jets. Uh, they're gonna say, put not very much movement in the last half, really, two, three fifths, um, uh, five sixths, or five eighths, whatever the fraction is. Five eighths. Um, he doesn't know how to do fractions. <laughs> in, in the last, and that's not that's not out of just laziness. That's a, out of, you know. Listen, I I think I have these teams in the right spot. Now, um, you know, who knows if the Lions are gonna play Matthew Stafford and try to win this game? Who knows. If the um, who, who knows if the Panthers want to you know win this game? Who, who knows if the 49ers want to start Kittle and start Garoppolo and start whoever's healthy and and actually try to try to win this game? Same for the Texans or the Falcons or the um the Vikings or the Chargers, and so they really don't have much to fight for, and that's where that's where that they don't move. And um, depending on you know who they who they activate for for week 17's games is going to um, really change their their positioning um, in my mind I'm not, I'm not going to reorder it necessarily for week 17 but um, I have the Jags at 32 the Jets at 31 the Bengals at 30 29 the Giants 28 the Lions 27 the Cowboys Broncos at 26 Panthers at 25 number 24 is the 49ers number 23 is the Texans 22 the Falcons the Eagles are at number 21 Number twenty is the Patriots. Number nineteen is the Washington football team. Number eighteen is the Vikings. Just Number rolling 70. through
0: these. My God. Number
1: seventeen is the Chargers. I think those are pretty self-explanatory. Um, not really competitive, but if I, you know, if the Chargers were playing the Lions, I would pick the Chargers to win. If the football team were playing the Patriots, I would pick the football team to win. If the Texans were playing the Niners, I would probably pick the Texans to win. Um, but. Moving on to the the exciting teams, the, the p- potential playoff teams, the Raiders are going to stay put at 16. I just don't well, think they're – they're necessarily...
0: eliminated.
1: You're right. They are eliminated. Um, but I, they, I don't think they would beat the Bears. They obviously just lost to the Dolphins, and I don't think they would beat the Cardinals either. Um, same with the Bears. I think the Cardinals will beat the Bears if given, you know, healthy rosters. Uh, I think the Dolphins would still beat the Bears. Um, now, I think the Titans <laughs> – uh, sorry, Sean just showed me this graphic of um, NFL MVP watch uh, watch on uh, from ESPN.
0: Derrick Henry is number four. Mister can't do nothing unless he gets to the second level. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That, that, yeah okay.
0: Sorry to cut you off. Anyways, um, that's not a good list at all.
1: Um, the. Cardinals are number 13. I, I still believe in them. Um, I think next year is going to be really exciting for them. They were the hype team. You know, the Browns were last year. They were the hype team of this year. Um, and I, I expect them to run it back next year and, and have a have an even better season. Um, although I do think Cliff Kingsbury is on the hot seat. Listen, Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. Kyler Murray has um,
0: worn, not hot.
1: Hot. Kyler Murray Warm. is in his second year in the league. He's going to be on the third year of a basically five-year rookie contract because they're going to pick up his fifth-year option. You've got to win now while he's on this rookie contract because if you don't win now, he's going to be getting paid about $35, $40 million every year um, to stay with your team. And if you don't want to pay him that, sucks to suck, man. You just lose him. So I, I think they've got to win now. They've got a good core together, add some veteran free agents, draft well, and get yourself a new head coach. Um and the Cardinals will, right be, will be right in the thick of things in the top eight. The Titans at number 12, they just got smacked by the Packers. They don't move because I think the Steelers would beat, um, beat them. But, um, you know, they, they have that really explosive offense. I still believe in the Steelers' offense. Um, and, and, and the Titans' defense is just so lackluster that um, it's, it's, it's it's nowhere near what it was last year. The Browns are only going to drop one spot, mainly because the Ravens impressed me so much. Um, I really like what they're doing with, with Lamar and, and, and the game plan, changing that up a little bit. The Browns really stay and put in my mind. Um, of course, they got to drop one spot because the Ravens um, impressed me more. But the Browns are a, a really a solid team. Once they get the receivers back, they will, um, they'll be fine. They just have to beat Pittsburgh this week. Um, the Colts are going to drop four spots. Yes, it was amazing. It was a dominant performance by them, but then you let Pittsburgh, of all offenses, come back, score twenty-one straight points, or was it go on a twenty-one three run or whatever it was, and win the game. And and you, you just—it's it's lack of execution in the second half, and that's that's killed them. The Rams are going to drop a spot, really concerning on the offense. Um, of course, Jared got did get hurt, um, but. It's, that's just not what what you like to see there. The defense is going to keep playing very very well. Limiting the Seahawks only twenty points, they'll take that every day of the week. Um, now we're in the Super Bowl t- uh, teams here. The Seahawks, their offense just can't really get it going. They, they've got a gear stuck they, again.
0: What, what, what I described as yeah, you, Russ is you're gonna have a little kitchen fire every once in a while, but you lower your offensive ceiling. If you give the ball off 20-plus times in – oh, my God, Adam Gates. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Adam Gase blames himself for the Jets' woeful offense, and he said he isn't worried about the poor numbers being a blemish on his reputation. Adam Gase, oh, my God, you're a waste of time. Buddy.
1: He is very, very naive. Um, The Bucks are going to move up three spots. I think they're a sneaky team. I, I think they're sneaking back into it. Um, you know, they had a lot of hype beating the, the Packers after the Packers were undefeated to start the season, having the best offensive performance of anyone that year. It's true. Um,
0: that's not what I'm giving you this look for.
1: Then they put up 40 on the Raiders. Um, 44, I think 40 plus on the Raiders, who had just beaten Chiefs. So at, at the time, they were, you know, getting a lot of hype. I think they made it into the top three of by power rankings. Um, they de-
0: yeah, they were I think right. We
1: KC, at- Pittsburgh, Tampa. Um,
0: so sure. I, I think I think one we got at Tampa above Pittsburgh for maybe a week or two.
1: Um, but but they they kind of you know <laughs> I know Tom Brady's a quarterback, but fell off a cliff. Uh for that in quotes. Too early. Um, and and so they're they're climbing back up. They haven't really faced great opponents the last two weeks, but I I have I have faith. I think Tom Brady is gonna continue doing Tom Brady things and make us all sad come playoff time. Um the Saints at number four, they're their playoff lives depend on Drew Brees and his old, old body. Um,
0: Can't throw 15 yards on the field. And if he does, he has to put every ounce of every blood cell, every blood cell that's in his body into the 15 yard hour dig hours. or out. Oh, the out hour route hour for sure. Oh my gosh. He has to put. Everything in it,
1: also. Uh, Chad Henning is uh, scheduled to start for the Chiefs on Sunday, so Mahomes will get two weeks of rest, um, week 17, and then of course the bye week.
0: That's a little questionable here because you know, teams in the past, Green Bay did it the 15 in one year, you yeah, know, that cost them a rod. I mean, you know, say, hey, they, we're gonna they, rest, they
1: started, they rested more than just a rod,
0: yeah, yeah, they, yeah, true, they rested more than a rod, and then you know, they got lit up against the Giants, uh, in the, the division around 2011. Two weeks of rest isn't very good for it's a helpful. Team. It's helpful. Now it like is rest. Patrick Mahomes.
1: He's a quarterback. Um, he can still be studying film and getting his throws in. But these other guys that you know these linemen, um, linebackers, corners, safeties, receivers—pretty much everybody that's not a kicker, punter, or quarterback—really needs that game action um, to stay 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 tough and uh, stay ready. Then after the Saints, we've got the Bills. At, um, moving up. A sp-
0: Actually, I think that's the era. That yeah, I think the they, they stayed, stayed
1: put. Um, uh, they didn't move up, uh, and then the Packers dominating win for the Bills and the Packers and the Chiefs. Packers are creeping up on that number one spot, but I'm gonna keep my faith in the Chiefs. I uh. think they've been number one for me all year. They're pretty much locked in there. Um, and I know Pittsburgh took the number one spot for you uh, for a week.
0: <laughs> I never had Pittsburgh but- one. Pittsburgh were not one. Yep. No, they were not. Yep. No. <laughs> I'm not ESPN.
1: Hey, we can look back. Well, um. <laughs> but, um, the the Chiefs are, you know, they got away with one last week. Should have probably should. I mean, depending on what happens this week, probably should be 14-2 or 13-3. The Falcons had that game in the bag, but what happens happened. Uh, it's in the past now. The Chiefs are looking ahead to a potential back-to-back Super Bowl berth, and win.
0: Yeah, absolutely, freaking um, So that's going to wrap up today's episode, about an hour episode. Ladies and gentlemen, happy mother-freaking New Year's. We have a mock draft special coming out, New Year's Day. We have an interview with uh, Tom Green. Uh, we've had him on in one of the earlier episodes. Um, make So make sure you guys hit that uh, subscribe button on podcasting mm-hmm. platforms and YouTube, and YouTube. So we are you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm slash Four Ten Lines, and go over and subscribe on YouTube. We have mock draft Chargers and charges rebuild kind of Some film sessions coming up as well. So you guys, 2020 was a bad year, but everybody go out there and own 2021. Make it your year. Put your stamp on it. Thank you for watching the most authentic freaking places for it so i don't see you again happy new year peace out